0: E-S-N-Y welcome to the Nick's state of mind podcast i'm your host danny small here with my co-host chip murphy and we're doing something a little different today we'll, we'll we might get into a little bit of nick's talk at the end of the episode uh with preseason uh training camp going on but this episode is going to be for our listeners who are big sopranos fans chip and i are going to be talking many saints of newark obviously the prequel sopranos movie that just came out on hbo and in theaters uh, so we're changing it up a little bit here today, but uh, but Chip, how we doing? How was the weekend? Um, before before you say anything about many scenes of Newark, uh, I just wanna know, how did you get to watch it? Did you go to see it in the theater or uh, home on HBO?
1: Watched it on HBO Max.
0: Yeah, yeah. me too. I, I
1: did not go out. You too? Yeah. Yeah, same thing. I, yeah. I haven't watched a, a movie in a theater in a very long time. Yeah, I don't know about you. When was the last movie you saw in a theater? Can you remember? <laughs>
0: honestly i i think uh, like three years ago black panther my my house lost power and i just had i like had nothing to do and i was like ah oh, let me go to the movies yeah. and i just walked <laughs> in and that like i'm not even a superhero movie guy really or like just was like oh i'll go see that and i think that was what you know three years ago or whenever that came yeah. out
1: yeah i don't think i've been to a theater since the pandemic started so
0: yeah that for so me I'm, definitely not yeah since then um mm-hmm. But yeah, I did the same thing, watched it at home. So then the next question, the bigger question, were you a fan of Many Saints of Newark? Were you not a fan? Do you hate it? Do you love it? What was your reaction? Because we haven't we haven't even I don't think we've even hinted at how we felt about it to each other no. yet. This is this is going in going in, uh blind.
1: Yeah, I definitely didn't hate it. Yeah. I mean you can't when you're as I, I love the show and this is my feeling on it. If you love the show, you have to watch it. It's mm-hmm. just—it was cool to to see young Tony. It really was, and to see him play by Michael Gandolfini, that was mm-hmm. funny. I mean, fun, and it was just fun to revisit that whole story and those characters, and to see John Bernthal play uh, Tony Soprano's dad. It was cool to see Uncle June, young Uncle June, is just as bitter and angry mm-hmm. as old uncle june yeah. and it's i definitely didn't hate it definitely didn't love it either though there was a lot about it that made me cringe i would say mm-hmm. where i thought they were trying to like force in too many references and it yeah. was every time like that sylvia was on screen i was like oh god what are they yeah, doing yeah, that
0: like... that was definitely one of the uh yeah the misses on yeah. it yeah and because i think i I, I, I definitely agree with you like there were certain aspects of the movie that I enjoyed, you know, mm-hmm. seeing Michael Gant, Actually, and Gandolfini, I think he might have been the best part of the whole movie. He was yeah. great. Him um, and
1: Ray Liotta in prison. That,
0: yeah, that Ray Liotta great. was good. Yeah. Vera Farmiga was good. Um, mm-hmm. I actually thought I thought um, Alessandro Navola, right? That's his name, the guy who played Dicky. I, so, yeah. I actually he thought was he was good pretty too, good yeah. too. But yeah, there was like you know a couple misses with Sill. Uh, there just. It felt a little disjointed, um, you know, with the race riots going on, like it almost like they didn't they they were setting it up as a as a misdirection. But it it just didn't it it didn't flow to me as as well as you'd want it to. And I guess you got to expect that considering, you know, Sopranos. The reason why it was good was because it 13 episodes a season. You had so much time to, like, draw out these storylines. This felt much quicker. Um, And I do I did like this, the. Uncle June being the one who called the hit. And, you know, there were like times throughout the movie. You can tell, he you know, he's getting pissed at Dickie because, you know, Johnny Boy's yelling at him, like, you know, all this stuff. Um, and it, it jives with June's character, you know, later in the show that he's just like he, he'll kill his own nephew, uh, basically, like tried to put a hit on Tony. Like I think it jives with June's character. But like overall, it was disappointing to me.
1: Yeah. It was definitely just, that's the perfect way to describe it. Disappointing. Like it felt like. Cause it felt like two episodes of a TV show, a Sopranos TV show, I guess you could say. And at the end of it, I'm just kind of waiting like what's going to be the fallout from (laughs) uncle junior ordering this hit on his cousin or whatever, like, uh, like what's coming next. And I, I didn't feel like the first hour of the movie, I didn't really feel like anything was there and yeah. they didn't really build up the Harold guy enough to mm. make me give a shit about exactly. any sort of conflict with him and Dickie, like who uh, I didn't care about. Yeah, th- about And that was that the big misdirection. Yeah. But yeah.
0: since like you didn't really care, like the misdirection yeah. didn't hit as hard, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like you didn't care about the guy Harold so much and like wasn't invested in that. Cause You give this even six episodes, six to ten episodes, you would have had more than enough time to flesh out Harold's character. Because in the beginning, it's I'm like, oh, you know, this is an interesting dynamic, Um, but then it just there's no there's no payoff there.
1: Yeah, I know why they did it that way. David Chase didn't want to do another TV show; he wanted to do a movie because he's always wanted to do a movie. But he should have done a TV show. This wasn't a movie. Yeah, no, that's not what it was. It should have been another miniseries thing or something like netflix does the limited series all the time Mm -hmm. and hbo does them too like seven six seven episodes or whatever that's what this should have been
0: yeah but it's i like you brought up sill before but there were a lot of like cringy moments like that and just like cringy performances i guess you could say yeah um sill being the you know the number one there because
1: god every time he came on screen i was like
0: it's like it was like a bad like a somebody doing it was an SNL impression, impression of it. Yeah, uh, exactly. It was like somebody doing an impression of Sill, and just like, I don't know, just over the top and like campy. And like, I get that it's hard. Sill was such a unique character with just the mannerisms and everything, but it didn't. It didn't hit. And then the fact no. that still was like so much. Sill was already like you know one of the guys, and Tony's like this little kid. Yeah, and they totally th- there rewrote like, history. Con- there were yeah, there wasn't like a continuity in certain areas. Like I think Big Puss has always been like a few years older. So like not great, like not a way older than Tony. So that's believable if he's like that far ahead. But wasn't it always like Sil, Tony, Jackie, you know, like those yeah, guys? They were, like, they held proud. up
1: Feech Lamana's car yeah. game, right? It's yeah. like
0: what it d- didn't make sense that Sill was, you know already this you know high like just guy in the mafia already when tony's like this little kid in high school just to me yeah, I, like messing that up kind of seemed strange
1: yeah um, still calling tony a kid that that was yeah. just weird
0: yeah yeah that's now it's that I, I mean if you told me Sill was a couple years older than tony or something like that i'd okay yeah that's believable but that was like they were making Sill out to be you know some older guy and tony this little kid um and then also the the scene where Johnny boy shoots through Livia's uh, hair like up in the car. I'm pretty sure that was like supposed to be junior was the one who was in the car for that.
1: I don't remember exactly. It might've been. Yeah. But uh, it's it's, some of the references were off. Yeah. And then it's either,
0: it's either that. Yeah. Like they, they didn't match it up with the reference or that like, Oh, that implies that Johnny does did that all the time. Which doesn't doesn't seem like that was the case. They played
1: I, it fast and loose for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was kind of what just what all, went on in the show. Like they posted on Twitter. I was it you who posted on Twitter the video of when Chrissy is talking to Tony and he calls his dad a junkie. Like I is or I I may have posted that
0: before, but um, I know the I know the scene you're talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like what he. Well, uh, actually, uh, that's so weird
0: that I that one, I think I'll give maybe a little bit of a pass because wasn't it like I forget, like he had the pills for Livia when he got shot. Or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah, because he he had to go get the pills for Livia. So like he got shot and then he got found with the pills. It's like, oh, look, he's a junkie. So maybe that's what they're going for. But again, that's kind of like, that's like a stretch. That's it. It's yeah. I don't know, because yeah that scene it's like you know you know my my father dickie and tony doesn't really like if i recall he doesn't really like push back that hard he's kind of just like i don't know it's no nah. but th- that's also nothing new for the sopranos like the like season one to season two that like there's they changed so much stuff like
1: yeah that's true that
0: just you know didn't like they just decided like oh we like that better like jackie in the beginning is like He's only the quote unquote acting boss because like the boss is in jail. And then they and abandoned then that you just never yeah. yeah you never hear about like oh there's a boss in jail it's just oh Junior's the boss or Tony's the boss um, yeah and I was very disappointed we didn't get a Ralph Cifaretto appearance
1: yeah that, that would have
0: redeemed the entire movie in my
1: eyes <laughs> yeah that that would have <laughs> redeemed the the ridiculous Silvio and Pauly impressions the, yeah I, I didn't like the Pauly impression either. I didn't. Yeah. Like that one. Those
0: guys are tough though. Like I get it. Those, those guys are going to be tough to recreate, but yeah, it didn't, it, those didn't land as much. Yeah. But, uh,
1: I can't Vera. Is it for Vera Farmiga? Yeah. Vera Farmiga. Uh, she did an awesome job playing Tony's mom. She was, so, she was, uh,
0: if Gandolfini wasn't the best, wasn't the best, uh, part of the movie. I think she was like, Livy. like she was perfect as, as Livia.
1: The scene when she's like trying to completely deny that Tony is smart. Like she doesn't believe yeah. it. She's oh, ignoring yeah. all the signs that her son is smart. She just doesn't want to believe it. That's one of the best scenes in the whole yeah. movie. It's so good. Yeah. And you, like just,
0: a- you see like Tony wasn't always like, he didn't always hate his mom. He like, he tried, yeah. you know, he was, yeah. he tried to be a good son, but she just, she was, she was wild. And I don't know. I. It sounds like you you like John Burnthall, but I didn't. I didn't think he really brought much to the table. He wasn't honestly. in
1: it enough.
0: It's to, to me. It's that's true. But it, to me, it seemed like somebody told him like, "Hey, you act like John Burnthall in this yeah. movie," and he was just like, "Oh, act okay, like, yeah."
1: Act like when you played Frank Castle. Yeah. In act like in every
0: it. sing every single character you've ever played in your acting career, <laughs> John Burnthall was like, "Okay, yeah, I know how to do that." <laughs> <laughs>
1: It, it was a little bit of shane and and frank castle in there kind of but definitely i mean the scene when he's walking in and he's like yelling after he gets out of prison and uh about how black people have moved into oh neighbor, yeah like, yeah that was that was super like old that was super burnt all like all the characters yeah. that he's played for sure yeah,
0: like the that's but, that's yeah that's the scene i'm thinking of for sure like they yeah. just you know blow up out of nowhere. And then yeah. back to Livia, like that scene where she's just like, she gets mad and then she's like throwing stuff around. Like that was the great. scene
1: when she's in court and the crocodile tears. Oh, in court. oh that was <laughs> fucking awesome.
0: they like, yes, that was, I wish. And I get that they wanted to like center the story around Dickie and tell that story, but I wish there was more on like Tony and Livia, because I think that was probably the most interesting mm-hmm. dynamic of the entire movie like I don't honestly I didn't need as much uh you know Dickie and his father Dickie and his stepmom like all that stuff like the Tony and Livia stuff was like really really good
1: yeah I mean Tony uh, Michael Gandolfini didn't show up until an hour into the movie that which, too, yeah that kind of frustrated me but because I was hoping I mean, to see more of him I,
0: I mean I did hear that it wasn't like don't expect too much of him in the movie because it's like about Dickie But the like the the trailers and everything built it up as if it was. He was. Yeah, he was the
1: star of the trailer.
0: Yeah. Wasn't like something like, you know, heroes or legends aren't made or something like, I don't know. I forget some stupid tagline, but it's like, yeah, they're like basically building it up. And, you know, like in the end. Like. Yeah, it's an interesting story. And like Tony goes from point A to point B by the end of it. But, like, you don't really see, like, oh, so his uncle gets killed. How does Tony become a, like, get into the mob life? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, again, obviously, he was it like, feels a, a like a bad kid. Yeah, he was, like, he was like a mischievous, like a bad kid, like, trending in that direction, you know, with the ice cream truck and the, you know, the gambling and shit like that. But it's like you don't really see it. It's just like, oh, like, Dickie's dead. Boom. That's it.
1: Yeah, of, but at, at one point he says, "I can't take this stuff. I'm planning to go to college." So yeah, it's not exactly. like he's hanging on the edge, ready to go yeah, into that
0: life. They yeah. they leave it open ended, where it's like, "Oh yeah, you know, like like at that point." And Tony, I, he went to the semester and a half at Seton Hall, so it's like he <laughs> he did go to college for like a little bit and then got out of it. So I don't know. It it was definitely definitely disappointing, but I didn't. I think David Chase might have signed like another deal with HBO to bring back more stuff.
1: Oh, I didn't, even or know maybe
0: that. not bring back more stuff. I meant um, like do another kind of like prequel or sequel or something like that.
1: Oh, I don't know for I,
0: sure, I but though. yeah, ba- it, based know. off of many saints, I don't know if I would be too excited for the next one. I don't need any more. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think. I think this was enough. It was cool to see more of it. I I don't want to
0: sound like I'm bashing it too much. No, 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 no. It
1: was, it was fun to watch. I watched it the day it came out. I couldn't wait to see it. And it was, it was, like I said, it's cool to see young Tony and Mm -hmm. Dickie was fun. It was fun. The scene where Christopher, uh, go baby Christopher is by Tony and he starts Mm -hmm. crying. And Tony's like, I don't know why he doesn't like me or something. It's like, that that was great. That was so fun to watch. And then, junior drops uh your favorite line about not being a varsity that was great too
0: that you knew you knew like if there was any callbacks you knew they had to do that like yeah the
1: varsity athlete
0: tony doesn't have the makings of a varsity athlete like (laughs) come on that's uncle like i've actually heard of some people that didn't like uncle june they thought it was like the, the actor wasn't great but i thought i thought they did a pretty good job some of it was like a little a little that oh, those are yeah. some of those cringe moments where like, he was trying okay. to
1: ham it up like when he uh like when he fell and stuff too and shit. Yeah. That yeah. yeah, that was like all right, you're going you're going like all right, enough too- enough with the impression. God. Yeah. There, it was like they were trying to do impressions in that on the in there a little bit too much. Yeah. And I was like ha. Ah, I mean like, overall, yeah, I like the
0: character. I thought he did a pretty good job, but there were just like those moments in there where it's like you don't like that's just
1: yeah. Cheap. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed watching it overall. I just, like you said, it, it was uh, disappointing. I thought it would be better. It, uh, it wasn't great. It just wasn't, uh, there was like the, I expected there to be some like great central conflict, some great <clears throat> like war at the center of it. Cause it's a Sopranos movie, mm-hmm. over, you know, like, I don't know Tony versus Phil, Tony versus Ralph, something like yeah. that, something to yeah. that level. That's what there was nothing there like the that.
0: Sopranos, great, yeah. Every season was a for the most part, every season was like a buildup of yeah. this one conflict between Tony and another person, and then mm-hmm. that conflict coming to a head. Whether it was Uncle Junior in season one, uh, Richie, season two, Ralph, season three, like there was always someone there, like to. Get it, Tony. Tony, like yeah. to an extent, Tony Blundetto, you know, Phil Leotardo. They like didn't build that aspect yeah. up enough. And like, I know Harold yeah. Dicky and Harold and built yeah, that. Harold up.
1: was supposed to be the guy. And I can't even tell you what Harold's last name was right now because he yeah. just wasn't memorable. They, they didn't give him enough screen time.
0: Yeah, they didn't they didn't give him enough time to and this goes back to our original question or original like complaint is like we're saying they didn't give him enough time. They didn't give him enough time. They didn't give should have been longer than a two hour movie. It should have been, you know, like a six hour yeah. series.
1: And I never, I never said about movies that they should have been longer, but if any movie should have been longer, it was probably this one. Yeah. It was a little too short. I
0: yeah. wish we could chop off like a half an hour off of, uh, the Irishman and tack it place <laughs> like, like give it to give that God. half an hour of screen time to many saints. To... Boy, there was,
1: there were times in that movie that, and I loved that movie. There were times that that movie dragged.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah you had to something, yeah. like watching two in, in two uh two different viewings cuz it was like mm-hmm. halfway through it just got slow but seriously it's actually like the opposite in many saints like it felt like that was like over and done with to me
1: yeah yeah i i mean you i mean before you knew it it was over Moving yeah, exactly. so fast and, and it's like like yeah it's just i don't know it, it was definitely an easy watch yeah i just uh I don't know. I, I I was shocked at the beginning. Uh, Ray Liotta gets his head bashed in so fast. I'm like, wait a minute, is that is that it? I had yeah, no yeah. idea he was had a twin brother in the movie too. Yeah, but I remember like thinking to myself, like, what the hell? Like he's
0: in jail. He's in the trailer and, in jail. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is that gonna be like a flashback or something? I didn't think twin brother. That was yeah. yeah. It's like a, a clever way to keep using Ray Liotta. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Kill uh, two yeah. Yeah, it was uh it was very good. He he was one of the best parts of the movie, for sure, Ray Liotta in the prison, and how he could how he knew Dickie was lying about his dad's death and his mm-hmm. mistress stepmom's death, and he just never even acknowledged it. He just knew that he yeah. knew and Dickie knew that he knew and they understood and it was he, just, just, yeah, that, that he didn't even care enough. Yeah, he just didn't even care enough to acknowledge it. Like he he just knew. And it was like, eh, man, whatever. I, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> was, yeah. It, I, I enjoyed the, a, the- I, I would say I enjoyed a majority of the movie. I really did. But I, I like you I said, was, disappointing. Is yeah. I
0: was probably like, maybe 60%, maybe 50%, yeah. something like that. Like yeah. it, there was, there's a lot of points that I think about and I'm just like, ugh, like that. Yeah.
1: Just it's just point. when your hopes are so high.
0: For yeah. yeah. I think my favorite, my favorite thing about Many Saints was the uh, Sopranos marathon that went on HBO before it. Because I got to just oh, rewatch yeah. a, a bunch <laughs> of them. like, I was like, I'd turn on the TV. I'd be like, oh shit, this is the Ralph Cifaretto like episodes. <laughs> it's like, we've got to watch
1: this. Yeah. I that's one of the best episodes or one of my favorite ones ever when he, you're talking about when Tony kills him.
0: Yeah. Any of the yeah. Ralph episodes, but that was oh, like, them. yeah, that the pile my stuff was, I mean,
1: that yeah, was the
0: of it, but that was like some of
1: the best, the best shit. Yeah. Oh my God. The, the scene, obviously when he kills him, when Tony's like, he was a beautiful creature. <laughs> <laughs> you kill so oh what? <laughs> what? What? What?
0: It was when a his, fucking horse. horse. When was, his
1: toupee falls off. Yeah. Did you know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Good old That show Ralph. is so funny. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> the Ralph, the Ralph episodes, like, um, forget the name of it. The one with Tracy is like a, an all timer. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah.
1: The, some of the pile. My ones are great. Mm. Mm-hmm. Though all the one where, uh, uh Ralph wins all that money at the track and yeah. Tony like keeps his hand out for the money <laughs> until he's done has no money left that's such a great scene.
0: Yeah and then Ralph basically just like ditches the horse on Tony cuz Tony took so much of it, of it like yeah. the horse like <laughs> and by the end of it.
1: Oh my god. And oh the one with with Ralph's girlfriend and Ralph's uh girlfriend like wants to dump Ralph and hook up with Tony. Oh Tony, yeah. Tony <laughs> goes I already took his horse.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the dynamic between Tony and Ralph was incredible. Just so funny. Yes, yeah, two, that- two like one. I mean, like one of the goat anti-heroes in Tony, and then just like the like nastiest guy like around. Oh, and the two of them person. just going at it.
1: Horrible, horrible person. And then the the hysterical, hysterical, hysterical.
0: Hysterical. Some of the funniest lines in the show, like just look up like Ralph Cifaretto, like, uh, like, like best insults or something like that. And yeah, you're dying laughing.
1: Yeah. When he prank calls
0: Pauly's mom. Oh my God. (laughs) Mike Hunt from Beavers Falls, uh, (laughs) Pennsylvania. Found a small rodent. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. So, should we talk a little bit of Knicks before we, uh, before yeah,
1: we, we, sure, we're, yeah, preseason starts tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I think, um, and we should also have a, uh, a moment of silence for once a Nick, always a Nick, Luca Vildoza. Oh, yeah, Luca. I feel, I feel bad for Luca because he got signed last year. Was like wasn't gonna be ready to play last season so he was just kind of on the shelf didn't play all that well in the Olympics then got hurt was out in summer league out in preseason just guy like that who if you can't play in training camp you you just you got no shot you know especially if they're trying to make a cut and um open up some space on the roster I know Tibbs mentioned like Wayne Seldon I don't know if that's real or uh you know just Tibbs kind of talking but yeah. uh just tough for a guy like luca vildoza to make it like that
1: yeah i think once they they added kemba and then drafted deuce mcbride i think that kind of the writing was on the wall there for him
0: yeah because uh, i think you know obviously we would both value deuce mcbride over luca vildoza at this point you know he's
1: much more likely to be part of the
0: team in the future so and also McBride gives you flexibility where, you know, if he's not seeing minutes because, you know, Kemba and Derrick Rose are healthy, not crazy to send Deuce McBride down to Westchester to just get some run in with the G League now and then. I feel like that Vildoza, um, I don't know if that would have been as beneficial for him.
1: No, I don't think he wants to spend any time in the G League. I think he probably wanted to get cut now sooner rather than later so he can try and catch on with another team. Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean, mean, a guy like that
0: too, I'm sure now that he's coming over to the NBA, he's probably like, this is probably the time where he's like, all right, I'm going to try and make the NBA 26 years old. He's still got time, but, um, I, I think he would probably just try and get healthy and latch on with another team sometime this year. But obviously he's always has the, uh, the option to go back to Europe. I mean, he was pretty good guard in Europe for a while. So, um, Yeah. 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 I mean, once a Nick, always a Nick, baby. Once a Nick. Luka off.
1: Vildoza. Remember the the Twitter hype? The, no, the, the there were victory.
0: there was big hype around Vildoza. People were like already putting him in the starting lineup for Alfred Payton last year. Oh, like seriously. a week or two after he got signed, and it was a little like murky on whether or not he was gonna be playing this year or, or just like on the shelf. People were like mm-hmm. So if we go with Vildoza in the starting lineup, then we have Rose off the bench and he can finish games. And <laughs> It's God. like you've literally never seen this guy play for a second. <laughs> like maybe Seriously. a highlight, but what are you talking about?
1: YouTube GMs that are on. For really?
0: Yeah, but so so ends Luka Vildoza's, uh reign in New York. Any uh, – I don't know. There's not really – we're kind of at that point where uh, it's just uh, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of talk right now. Don't really see much. We've Got the preseason tomorrow. Oh uh, yeah, actually today we'll when, the, the when the pod comes out against the Pacers, yeah. but it's tough. It's it's really tough to tell um, like what means something and what doesn't in preseason. So it's like you always want to go into it kind of with that in mind. But one thing I do kind of think back to is last year the game quickly had a really big game in preseason. And everyone was like, basically started singing his praises and everyone kind of like jumped on the quickly bandwagon. That turned out to be, you know, something, which it's a very difficult thing with the preseason to figure out what's something and what's nothing. But we'll see. Maybe maybe like a guy like Deuce McBride or Quentin Grimes will have a little run and maybe show something, try and crack the rotation somehow. But uh, if nothing else, it's just fun to have – basketball back even if it's not really any meaningful games
1: yeah it's not meaningful games I think pre I think you hit the nail on the head kind of there. I think preseasons for rookies mm-hmm. that are trying to get time guys like quickly last year guys like McBride and Grimes maybe trying to get that last spot on the bench mm-hmm. it's obviously it's not for quickly maybe so for quickly but I think his spot is I think kinda he's, yeah I think he, up
0: he earned his spot last year uh, his rotation spot crazy. is
1: definitely lined up but maybe he could push for something higher in the rotation. yeah oh yeah for I, sure I don't know. but uh, I think it's more for the Knicks anyway for someone like McBride to try and mm-hmm. squeak in the rotation or Grimes, but I don't think either one of those guys will barring injury um, we just we know how Tibbs operates he's not yeah he's not a play rookies guy yeah um, they have to they have to look like quickly did last year and literally yeah. be one of the five best rookies in the nba like mm-hmm. quickly was
0: <laughs> and, and hey even going back like jimmy butler barely played when he was young yeah, with the exactly. bulls you know I, exactly. I know he wasn't necessarily like a superstar coming out of college but neither are these two guys so it's gonna be it's gonna be an uphill battle for both of them but uh i think i think they're both cut out for it and Hey, you got to go play a little bit in the G league. You got to ride the pine a little bit, uh, for the NBA team. It is what it is. Just, you know, they, they can't, I think Steve, this is actually Steve Nash talking about this during, uh, I think on media day, um, or maybe before that, but you can't for these rookies in these two teams, the Knicks and the Nets. You can't have this like short term vision where you're pissed if you're not playing right away, because these are two really good teams and it's going to be tough to get minutes.
1: Who's the uh Cam Thomas on the Nets? Yeah, Cam Thomas. I forgot his name for a second. He's what do you think of him? I I just it it just popped into my head. I wanted that because you know you probably follow the Nets more than I do. I just wanted to ask you about Cam Thomas.
0: Yeah, I I I like Cam Thomas. I think I I think he's got some upside. It's kind of the same thing there with him. Like the net, the Nets got they're pretty deep at guard. So and at people who like need need the ball in their hands. So who knows if he's, like, how big his role is going to be this year. But I, I think he definitely could be, like, a ben- a guy off the bench for them because um, he's just, like, a natural scorer. I mean, he's not the best defender. He doesn't, you know, rebound a, a ton. Not like a guy who's, like, going to go out there and be, like, a playmaker dropping, like, a million assists uh, as a rookie. But he can flat-out score, and that's always valuable in the NBA.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He, I mean, everybody said he was a steal when they drafted him. Mm-hmm. I just noticed, I I've noticed already, there's a bunch of hype around him on Twitter mm-hmm. and stuff. So
0: I, you know, I I'm, I haven't been on Twitter. I don't think enough recently to see that, but it doesn't surprise me, but also like, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, I, I, I wouldn't place any, uh, and we'll, we'll actually get to this in our, uh, our betting preview that comes out later this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have some good stuff for you guys then. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be placing any like rookie of the year stuff on Cam Thomas. Like he just, in terms of like opportunity and like the shots he's going to get, you know, he might, he might have a little role on the nets and be like a a decent young rookie, but I can't see him like out, outpacing, you know, bigger guys like Cade Cunningham in terms of stats and um, shit like that. Like, got a measured expectations, but it, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do this year. I think he'll probably get more minutes than the, the rookies on the Knicks. If I had to make a guess. Yeah, but I that's just, most, I know, think
1: most rookies will, yeah. Then that's <laughs> just
0: the, the net. The nets are like a top heavy, you know, big three team with all their money invested in a lot in a few guys. And then the Knicks are like a deep, deep team with, you know, veteran after veteran, a couple of young guys mixed in.
1: But with the amount of time, even if Kyrie does get vaccinated with the amount of time he misses, that's a good point. the amount of time Harden takes off, you assume he'll take off at some point. Yeah. Thomas has got to get time, right?
0: That's yeah. That's a Not good point. Kind of I mean, the way the nets, the way the nets play it and this has been the last few years, but yeah, these like random end of the bench guys. I mean, I don't know how many times I saw Chris Chiosa start a game for the nets in recent years. Cause it was just like, you know, injuries or, you know, somebody's, needs a day off where these end of the bench guys, for the nets just get time. I don't, I don't think that's going to be Tibbs' plan for, uh, for the Knicks this year. I don't think he's looking for too much load management.
1: I, I can't wait for the first back to back. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, going to be a Kemba big walker's story minutes, but Kemba, yeah, Kemba walkers oh, minutes 42 and 42. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so funny.
0: All right. Well, do you have any, any closing thoughts? I know it's not a ton in, uh, in the next world here. Obviously after, after this, we'll have our betting preview coming up later, but, uh, once the games actually start, be great. We'll have something to talk about again. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, obviously go Yankees. This comes out on, uh, this comes out tomorrow. Oh, the Yankees game will be, uh, tomorrow. Um,
0: if you're listening to this before the Yankee game, yeah, go Yanks.
1: Yeah. And, uh, Oh, I for the betting review, I have uh most improved player is my I that's think your my okay. most secure bet, I think.
0: And she, uh, you the know one what? I like the most. not to get too deep into it. I'm I'm I don't want to hear who you have because uh I'm not
1: I'm not spoiling. Yeah,
0: yeah. Know. Keep keep we'll, we'll keep it close to the chest, but um, I was looking at that actually recently and uh, it's it's wide open, it's one of those with like every guy you can get pretty decent odds on them. That's that's a, that's a good
1: one. I'm I'm interested to hear mm-hmm. who you have there. The fa- I understand why the favorite's the favorite. Mm-hmm. I do, but I feel like there's a lot of likely candidates. I really do. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, I guess my one last thing is just go Jets. We got off the Schneid. Oh Zach yeah. Wilson, baby. Yeah, Zach
1: Wilson. Oh
0: man, I wish Matt was here because he's he's always Mr. Negative. Yeah, it, it would have been <laughs> nice. Well, we'll have to get we'll have to get him later on uh, on the next episode.
1: Oh, that was a great game!
0: Oh man, i i that watched so I watched those fun. highlights like a hundred times already. Just
1: that was so fun. Was My brother was game. doing the jet celebration around the house. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was,
0: I was going wild. I was, uh, I was at a family barbecue watching it. It was a good time. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's defense looks good. Zach Wilson. So, hey, good, good vibes in New York if the Yankees win. That was tonight.
1: Yeah. Great football day
0: in New mm-hmm. York. Yeah, Giants won too. I yeah. I don't hate the Giants. Not that I care so. about
1: the Giants. Yeah,
0: I don't I don't yeah. I don't really care either way, but it, all my friends and my family are all Giants fans, so it's good for them. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Good for them, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's <laughs> enough for us here at the Nick's State of Mind podcast. Let us know what you thought about Many Saints of Newark. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Were you kinda of like us in the middle? All right. Thanks, guys.